Hello, I am Victor Young, the Daily Life Coach, and I'd like to thank you for joining us for this week's episode, How Long Does It Take to Become Courageous? But before we get started, I'd like to thank today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Human Technology Solutions, where technology meets lifestyle. Look for the Dream Boss Virtual Manager application in early 2017 on Apple and Android. Let's get started. Today's episode is How Long Does It Take to Become Courageous? We've got some very scientific data to bring to you today. It's called Life Data, straight out of the whole the old book of life. Good experiences. How do you measure that? How do you measure courage? That's the first thing we got to do today. We've got to break that down a little bit. What is courageous? I mean, is it like uh, walking by that dog that's uh, chained up to the tree, walking to school every day and hoping the dog doesn't break the chain or hoping maybe they didn't just take the dog off the chain just so they could see you run when it jumps the fence and chases you? I don't know. What is, what is courage? Is courage hanging out with that buddy, knowing that uh, he's going to get in trouble tonight, but we're going to go out anyway and... I'm just going to be courageous. That's that's actually stupidity. That's stupid. Hanging out with that guy that you know is going to get into a fight tonight later on or drive drunk or do something lame. That's not courageous. Courage is, is stepping out of the box. Courage is doing something when the rest of society might be leaning the other direction and you just want to lean against it. You just want to lean against it. You want to make your mark. You want to make your statement. You want to take a chance on something you believe in. But how do you get to that point? I mean, it's easy to be confused or distracted to the point where you think you're being courageous, but you're really not. Some people actually feel that acting on passion is courageous, but you're just acting. Acting on passion, I mean, what does that mean? I'm, I'm following my passion. Well, it depends on what pace you're following it. If you're like walking behind it, that's not really being courageous. It'd be running next to it, looking at it. Hmm. So acting, we we got to be very careful when we use that word acting because, frankly, oftentimes actors are just portraying some form of success or an emotion. They're not really living it. Some people feel that taking one step in the right direction is courageous, but it you can just be out taking a walk. I mean, you're just walking along. Taking that step forward is great, but I oftentimes see people tuck tail and run after they take that first step forward. They take off and run into the bushes or jump off of a mountain to get away. Does it take some form of courage to take that first step? Possibly. I'm not going to dispute that. There's someone over there right now saying, you've got it all wrong. Frankly, I don't think I do. I think you've got to keep walking forward. Taking one step is moving in the right direction continuing to walk and continuing to take the next step, that's when courage kicks in. You're not just taking a walk anymore. Being courageous is, it's about being absolute. It's about wanting something so badly that you erase all of your fears. You just conquer them. Being absolute. No, don't get excited, all you Alkies who are thinking about a bottle of absolute vodka. That's not what I'm referring to. I am not referring to 750 mLs of absolute. That's not where I'm going. 
That's liquid courage. That is not real courage. Being courageous is about inspiring. Sometimes it's about going into battle to earn something or to defeat an enemy. And keep in mind, an enemy is not always a man or a woman or a beast. Sometimes an enemy can be a thing. It could be an emotion. It could be an addiction. The enemy could be lust. It could be gluttony. It could be anger. It could be fear itself. All of these emotions will take us farther away from these courageous acts necessary to get to our end result, to really widen and broaden our cause and see it through. Sometimes courage, some of the really, some of that strong, just deep-rooted, old-school courage is just the ability to stand, not run, not chase, just stand. Standing in the middle of the fire, in the middle of your challenges, and just breathe and watch and listen. What are you listening for, you ask? Not not the sound of the crispy fire, the figuratively speaking, we're saying fire. I don't want you to stand in the middle of fire because you would end up dinner for someone on some continent. I don't know if they still do that or not, but it's a possibility. I think they did that on, what was the movie? I think it was called The Book of Eli. It was The Book of Eli. Yeah, good movie. Check it out sometimes. Anyway, it takes a lot of courage to stand when people are criticizing, when people are in need, when people are running around you, from you, with you, against you, when people are challenging every vision, every idea, when they look at you and they have all these perceptions of how little work you're actually doing. I get it. Trust me when I tell you I get it. When you're actually trying to help other individuals and they don't think you are, but you've got to continue to pull them closer to where you're standing so that you can work together. Because unfortunately, we've got to work with other people, unless you're a writer. And eventually you'll still have to work with someone because unless you're self-publishing, self-distributing, and buying your own work, you're going to have to sell your writing to someone. Even if you're just a wonderful podcaster, handsome Vero, you've still got to talk to someone. Trust me, after every podcast, I get lots of feedback. Tons of feedback. Good, bad, and different. I love the challenging feedback. I love when people missed the point, and then I can go back and really talk to them again, get deep. I love that deep emotional stuff. Let's talk about standing again for a second. When is the last time you actually stood for something? Something that you feel is right. An idea, an emotion, a policy of some sort, legislation, something for your church, something for your family, an innovative idea that you know is going to help change things and improve at work, but you know you're going to get pushed back. When is the last time you just stood your ground? How do you even stand? How do you stand? Sometimes people think standing your ground is throwing punches, swinging, fighting, arguing, biting, kicking. Sometimes standing your ground is as simple as this. Making a statement, making a commitment that I will stay in this spot that I am in, this hot box, this fiery zone of danger 
that I am in right now. I will stand on this spot until I get it right. I will stand here until I master this part of my life. I will stand here until the perception, the reality, the feedback from everyone 360 degrees around me is that I've got it. I understand it. I believe in it. And I'm committed to it. Because if you stand there long enough until you get it right, when you get ready to migrate and move to the next place, to that next mission, your next objective, your next test, whatever it is, you're going to have some followers with you. Because when you master an art, an idea, a process, a system, a belief, when you master it, people will follow you. But until you master it, until you become courageous and you really believe it, and you declare it, and you walk in it after you believe it, and you declare it, and people see all three of these things come together, that, my friend, is real, honest-to-goodness courage. It's an attractor. Sometimes you need to be able to stand in the middle of the fire just so you can hear the fears of the others around you. Because how can you build a team and how can you expect people to follow you if they are in fear? You need enough courage for your entire group. If you're the boss and you're the leader, that's how much courage you need. You need enough courage for everybody. You need enough courage so you can pass it around the room and everybody can reach in the basket and grab a good handful of courage and use it. Because if you don't, if you're the only one who's courageous in your group, and your organization, and your church, with your project, you will fail. When you've coached, when you've trained, when you've motivated, sometimes you just got to get everyone some good old-fashioned courage. Because without that courage, they're not bought in, and they're not making a difference for you. And, and the fear of trying without being rewarded is a massive fear for so many people. They are so afraid that if I take a step forward and I try, I may not get a reward. I may not get a ribbon. I may not get a trophy. I may not get my cash reward. I may not pass go or collect my $200. I don't know. Fear of not being rewarded keeps people frozen in their steps to the point where they become useless. That's extreme. Maybe not useless. However, they may not be effective enough to make a difference in that project or that cause. How's that? That was a little softer. How do you guys like the softer, kinder, gentler, sweeter side of me? I don't like it too much, but maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know. We'll see. Being courageous is about making life-changing decisions so you can make a difference. You know, something I need to remind you guys of, because I see this happen quite a bit, we all have causes, we all have missions, visions, objectives, ideas, and passions. But just because I am passionate about what I believe, and because I am committed to seeing it through, doesn't mean I have the right to take advantage of someone else to accomplish my mission. Do you guys get that? No? Okay, I'll say it one more time. Just because I have a cause that could be so compelling, it could be for a disease, it could be for the children, it could be for the elderly, it could be for a lot of different things. 
Well, there's a lot of people out there that feel just because they have a cause that they're passionate about, they feel they can take advantage of other people. That's not being courageous, just so you know. Taking something from someone else is not courageous. It's making it happen the right way. That takes courage. Taking a shortcut or cheating or stealing or lying or undercutting or backbiting. What does that mean, backbiting? I've heard people say that all the time. It's kind of gross, a little creepy, someone biting you on the back. Oof. I think I saw that in episode three of The Walking Dead in like season five. I don't know. I think T-Dog actually, he was bitten in episode three. Maybe it was two actually. I don't know. Anyway, I don't like this whole backbiting thing. Hopefully you've got a clear vision. I don't like backbiting. Well, anyway, it's about doing things right. Courage and doing things correct go hand in hand. What what should you be courageous about? What should you be courageous about? Your faith. That's a tough one. When you believe in something and someone else doesn't. They say that joke about your faith and you're just like, ha yeah, that's a good one. And now, stand up for it, whatever you believe. Give someone some information about it. Tell them the good things about it. You could be courageous for your family. Lord knows if you have some children, it takes some courage and you got to be humble. If you got a little bit of shame in your game and you got kids, trust me, you will be one demoralized, shamed individual I'm talking Cersei walk of shame from the harpies or they the seven harpies she walked back to the castle shame shame see all of you game of throne watchers you get what I'm talking about right now everyone else you're completely lost and I don't care because if you don't watch game of thrones I you know what I just can't even relate to you right now but we'll come back to that Sometimes you, you have to be courageous for your why. That why thing in life. Why do you exist? Why do you breathe? Why do you eat? Why do you sleep? Why do you walk? Why do you talk? Why do you write? Why do you work? Whatever that why is in your life that you're just passionate and destined to do, you've got to be courageous to get there sometimes. Some people think that in order to be courageous to get to where you're going, that you've got to skip over something. Sometimes you've got to go right through the middle. You've got to be courageous enough to finish the job you're at today to get to the next one. That's it. Or you've got to be courageous enough to spend all the money that you're earning on the first thing to get to the second thing to build your own company or your family business or that restaurant that you want or to design that application or a video game or to go out and buy that investment property. Whatever it is, making a movie. Whoo, take some courage for that one. Writing a script, getting a director crew, cast, distributor, throwing a whole bunch of money at it and then looking up to the sky, waiting for the sky to open up and deliver you back a return on that investment. That takes courage, people. Taking that customer. You know, salespeople, sometimes clients think salespeople are these hawks that are just these finely tuned machines that just go in and make money. Just gross profit. In actuality, most salespeople are fearful and they struggle with rejection. And as soon as that client says no a couple times, their spirit's broken and they can't carry on. That's the truth. Part of that reason that they feel that way is because they're not committed to what they're selling or why they're selling it. And so that experience with that client becomes an extension 
of another failure or fear of their life and they give up. And if they just ask one more time, the client's like, you know what? I think I'm ready to buy. But my salesperson just gave up. So they let me out. Now I'll go check someone else. Now I'll go down the street and I'm just going to go look at a Lamborghini now since I couldn't buy this whatever. Okay, maybe not a great comparison, but you know what I'm getting at. Happens all the time. I'm going to leave you guys with this. Being courageous is not easy. Fighting for what you believe in is not easy. Fighting for your family takes courage. It's not easy. Because family, family is not always warm and fuzzy and lovable and, and just... You don't always want to get up and fight for your family because your family can be jack wagons. There's days you don't want to fight for the individuals because you seem like you're fighting an enemy and they're on your back smacking you on top of your head while you're trying to fight someone off that's trying to get to them and you're just confused. Why are they treating me this way? It happens to the best of us. It takes courage to fight for someone that you feel is fighting you. Every time you make a decision to move forward and lean against the pack, lean against the grain of mediocrity, complacency, laziness, whatever it could be, whenever you decide to lean back, to push back, to go against the herd, the grain, you're going to create a reaction. It could be a good reaction or it could be a bad reaction, but a reaction nonetheless. And you've got to get comfortable with people not being excited about your courageous vision or your cause. Just because it's yours doesn't mean everyone else is going to be excited about it, but you do need to make sure you surround yourself with individuals who believe in it enough that they're going to work with you and they share your courage. If they don't have their own, they at least got to be able to grab on the ears and hold it. And you got to have enough courage for everybody is on the team. If you don't, Es no bueno. It's not going to be fun. When I really believe in something, this is me. When Victor Young really, truly believes in a cause, I am willing to die for it. I know that's extreme. Trust me when I tell you this. When I play Gears of War, I go in to win. That's just how I game. And you know what? When there's something that involves my children, even though they may not always be the angels I want them to be, I'm in it to win it. That's one of those areas where my courage runs deep. Cause, they're my kids, that's the cause. Cause, they're my children. How do you like that? My use of the word cause. My family, I I would die for my family. Let me see here. I'm talking, let's see. Let's, let, I need to clarify that because... Let's think about this. I got some crazy uncles, and frankly, my uncles have lived a long life. They've lived longer than me, so I'm going to take you guys off the list. Sorry, uncles, I love you guys, but uh, you guys aren't on the die list. Um, let me think about that. Ants, ah, love you guys, but you know, hey, I've got to, I've got to be here to take care of my cousins, and so I'm sure you guys wouldn't want me to take a bullet for you because then that would leave your 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 children just exposed to danger. So let's break this down. Her aunts and uncles, you're off that list. Um, you know, wife, got you got to protect the wife. You got to do it. 
all you guys out there. It's just, it's, hey, you got to do it. I don't care if you had an argument last night. You got to do it. It's, it's a commitment. It's, it's a do thing, you know? Hmm. Who else? Kids, wife, the dogs. Ooh, I love my dogs. I got to think about that one. Love my dogs. Depends on what they're doing, though. If they're being courageous and we're just like, you know, someone jumps out of the bushes at the dog park and they're just like, hey, get them. And that we just go at it. You know, we're just like doing our thing and we're fighting. Tail to tail, back to back, just knocking it down like superheroes. Uh, you know, I might go in for you. But if you like chase a squirrel in front of a semi, I, I don't know. I just that's a, that's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. I love you, dogs. Harley, Hunter. I'll think about that one. Though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that commitment yet. I'm not gonna make that call. I know my aunts and uncles are like, "Are you kidding me?" So Harley and Hunter are higher up. I'm not saying that I haven't made the commitment yet. Aunts and uncles, relax, relax. Cousins, I got. I think the first cousins. I'm gonna go with first cousins. Second cousins, I mm, maybe a little too far removed. I might take a small caliber round, maybe a pellet, possibly a twenty-two. And like the foot, you know, nowhere in the torso area. Those things tumble. All right, I'm thinking I'm probably being a little too specific here. I think I'm being a little too specific, but I think you get my drift. There are things that we make commitments to that we would die for. There's causes and there's there's areas in our life that we're going to be so courageous about that we would physically give our lives for it. So the key to that is to make sure it's worth it, to make sure you're focused, to make sure you've done enough research that it's right and be committed, be courageous. Don't be stupid. Don't step out in front of a speeding train to make a statement. Courage under fire is not easy. However, if you've done the research and you know you're right and you really believe in it and you're really good at something, go do it. Make it happen. Find your courage. Courage, you ask. How long does it take to become courageous? The answer is this. However long it is to become absolute. However long it takes for you to overcome all your fears and absolutely believe in whatever it is you're going to do. Once you become absolute, you have arrived. Because you're willing to take the consequences to whatever it may be. Or the reward. That's all we got this week. There's a lot more we're going to talk about with this, but we're out of time. Join me next week, and remember, live fearless and share The Daily Life Coach with your friends, your family, your coworkers. Have a great day.